When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Welcome to Stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared. More than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys. There's a, a, a man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby. God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo. Fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Goss, and this is Stupidity. Here we go, Jim. God bless March, Mikey A. God bless March and a little bit of April, Stu. A little sprinkling of April. Just a little bit. A little dab of April. That poor right month. the beginning there. <laughs> How's your bracket doing? Uh, you show me a bracket that's doing well and I'll show you a liar. Because there's perfect. no way. Nobody's, nobody. <laughs> This is like the Eric Fisher draft, where it's like somebody's got to go first. So somebody's going to have the best bracket, but they're not going to do well. Right. I mean, it's hard. You had a 16 over a 1. You had a 15 over a 2, a 15 in the Sweet 16. Their head coach, Princeton's head coach, is going to join us again. Good news. Listen, he's joining us. That means he's still dancing, and uh, and he likes us. So that's good. <laughs> Let's root for them. They're our team. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're sure. going to have Mitch Henderson on. In, uh, in just a second here. Go ahead. What were you saying? No, I was just wondering what you're going to try and propose to him. What? How are you going to try to insert yourself into this dance that, that Princeton is doing? 
So we have the FAU coach on, uh, and we have been laughing, cackling down here uh, with the Levitard show because there is no market that cares less about college basketball than this market, and we have not one but two teams in the Sweet 16. We've been laughing over the fact that not only are, is the men's UM team in the Sweet 16, the women's team is now advanced to the Sweet 16. They beat Indiana. Indiana, they have nothing, Okay. All they care about and all they have is basketball, right? We have everything down here in South Florida. We have good weather. We have golf. We have the sun. We have beaches, okay? We have good restaurants. And now we have basketball, okay? Like, we took the one thing that Indiana has and we stole it from them. And now we're also laughing at the fact that if FAU were to pull this off, Mike, it will be the single saddest parade in the history of parades down Glades Boulevard in Boca. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> How many people are walking by the parade going, what is this? What's going on? <laughs> 99% of them. <laughs> At the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> what are they celebrating? <laughs> oh, 30 years. 30 years of business for the Cheesecake Factory. We don't deserve this. We don't care about it. Every year of the major markets, the lowest rated market for the NCAA tournament is this market. Uh, So what I'm going to propose, since we're a basketball powerhouse, okay? Uh, And listen, everyone wants the promotion from this market, okay? Uh, I am going to propose to Coach. Now, Chris Cody tried to do this with FAU. And he failed, where he was trying to get on the bench and just be one of the guys that helps out with the cheers, you know? Okay. So the FAU coach said, yeah, we could do that. I think he got carried away and didn't really know what he could and couldn't do. Uh, They came back to us. So we thought Chris was it. And it'd be a funny visual. Chris Cody at Madison Square Garden being (laughs) on the bench with FAU. He went to FAU, okay? And so to be on the bench with that team, they came back and said, coach got carried away, but we can put you with the band. And he doesn't want to do that. I thought it was a pretty good. I know. I know. Because he wants to be on the bench. I understand why he would. It was a great question by Chris. I love that he's not afraid to ask. Uh, The coach said yes, but the school's saying no in large part because I think the NCAA ain't going to have it, you know? I think he just wants a pair of those breakaway pants. I think he just wants to do it once. Uh, well, he of course he does. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Now, so I'm going to propose it to Princeton. <laughs> <laughs> They're too smart for you. It's Princeton. <laughs> he, well, he's going to get me right. He's probably going to say, let's predict what he'll say. I, I think he'll say to be the nice guy that he is. We had him on last week with Golik. Like Mitch Henderson is going to say, yeah, let's do it. Sounds like a great idea. But he's smart enough, unlike the FAU coach, okay? (laughs) He's smart enough to probably tell us. I mean, I have no idea, but he's smart enough to probably say, hey, NCAA violation can't do it. I'd like you there. The kids would like you there. But the NCAA, he'll fall on that sword, I would guess, you know? Yeah, Yeah, I'll look into it. I'll see see if I can't make that happen. Text me later. Exactly. Yeah. But you would advise Chris Cody to do that, to be on the bench, right? I'm, I'm with you, to be part of the band, I mean. To be part of the band, sure. Get up there, be conducting the band. I mean, you could you could have some you could have some fun. You would I mean, have that's a where all the hype is supposed to come from. <laughs> Another stupid owl joke I keep making. <laughs> Who? 
was unwise for that coach to say yes to Chris Cody. <laughs> I'm terrible. <laughs> Just awful. Uh, Princeton, man. Mike, I usually say this, okay? And by the way, you're a dork, and we'll get to it in a second, all right? <laughs> but I usually say this. I don't want my Cinderella's. Get right up to the Elite Eight. Straddle the line of the Final Four. Get right very close. But don't ruin my Final Four. I want Blue Bloods. I want big names. I want to see the best of the best. Um, your Purdue's, your Kansas's. That's what you yeah, want. well, for, uh, enough for... Uh, how about Matt Painter paint a picture of him actually advancing in the tournament? Okay? I mean, how's, how's that sound? <laughs> Not losing to a double-digit seed. It's unbelievable. Um, but yeah, I would like to see like, I don't know. Let's look at the teams that are left right now. If, if you had your dream final four, what would it be? Um, but yeah, give me Carolinas, Kentucky's Dukes. Give me, give me those kind of teams. I fall in love with this Princeton team, man. I love their coach. I love the team. It's an Ivy league school. I don't really care about the other teams in their brackets so much, Mike where it makes that big of a difference to me. When you look at Creighton's Princeton's bracket. Creighton's not moving bracket, the dial for you. Well, who is it? It's Princeton, Creighton, San Diego State, and Alabama, right? Mm-hmm. That's the South. I don't care if Alabama makes the Final Four. I'd rather you have Princeton football. in there over Alabama, San Diego State, and Creighton is what I'm trying to say. I agree. That'd be I awesome. Agree. Alabama gets football. Leave it. Yeah. Stay yeah. there. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Uh, Princeton FAU, that would be a beauty. Can you imagine if that's how it plays out? I mean, <laughs> I think that's the way it could play out. You'd be rooting for Princeton. <laughs> well, Princeton might be my team. So, like, it, so when I look at the other bracket, it's FAU Tennessee. I don't consider Tennessee to be a blue blood. Uh, Kansas State, don't care. Michigan State. Michigan yeah. State. Like, I think that would be a great story because of what's happened at that school and because Tom Izzo is one of those legendary coaches, you know? Yeah. But usually I don't want Cinderella's in my Final Four. And and now, but I want this particular Cinderella in my Final Four because I love their coach. I don't care about the other three teams. What would be your dream Final Four right now, Mike? Uh, Because you have Houston, you have Miami, and then you have the other side of that. Texas in the Midwest. Yeah, who's Texas playing? Uh, Texas has Xavier. Okay, so you have uh, Texas and Xavier and Miami and Houston. So I guess I would want to see Miami because South Florida. Yeah, And then if you go over to uh, to the west there, you have Arkansas, UConn. You have UCLA and Gonzaga, so there's some teams there. Of course, you have the potential of Musselman and Mick Cronin in the Elite Eight <laughs> vying for the Final Four. <laughs> I swear to you, if Musselman takes his shirt off in front of Mick Cronin, I can't, like, whatever happens next happens, okay? I'm just yeah. warning Musselman right now. Mick Cronin will fucking beat the shit out of him, okay? <laughs> <laughs> While he's celebrating. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, so who would you want to see? You would want to probably at this point see... UCLA, for me, it'd be UCLA, Miami, uh, Princeton, and Michigan State. What would be the most heartbreaking fashion I could watch UConn lose? Is it earlier or is it later? Later. Because as somebody who lives in Connecticut but did not grow up here, I I can't stand UConn. Okay. Anything I can do to watch. So I want them to get far so I can watch them lose heartbreaking 
in hard right. Well, they have to beat Arkansas, then the winner of UCLA and Gonzaga. I don't think they'll get there. But I would say you want them to go all the way to the finals and lose to Princeton. That would be the most sure. heartbreaking That would be amazing. Yes, or FAU. FAU. It'd be worse. I'm telling you, it'd be worse. Losing to a team in Boca would be... <laughs> At least Princeton has some sort of NCAA history, you know? Like they had the big upset with Pete Carrell. They sure. beat Georgetown, I think. Like there's some history there. And so uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, the reason Mikey A is a dork is I said, what do you want to talk about to open the show? And he had everything at his disposal, any topic he wanted. Any topic he wanted to discuss, I was down with discussing. And he looks at me and says, did you know Elijah Moore might get traded? I mean, what's the matter with you? What? It's a big deal. It's big not. Deal. Second year receiver getting traded. Big deal. <laughs> Aaron's still out of jet. Uh, he's not there yet. Yeah, you he starting to get nervous now? No. Told okay. you. Draft time. Okay. But, Mike, I get like, listen, I, any topic you wanted was on the table. I would have gone anywhere with you. And that's where you wanted to go? Elijah Moore headed to Mitch Henderson? I mean, well, outside of the tournament, what do you want me to say? Right. You want to say the NHL finals? The it would have been better than Elijah Moore. Yes. No, not for me. <laughs> yes, it would have. <laughs> oh, God. We're excited. We're Jet fans. And by the way, back off and leave us the fuck alone. Okay. Let us have this. This is our Super Bowl. This like people who are selling, who are getting on us and Jet, the Jet fan base. Okay, I have a message for you, and I'm being serious. Let us celebrate. Let us celebrate the thing that hasn't happened yet. All right. Let us celebrate intentions. Okay. Let us celebrate that one of the all-time greats appears to be choosing the New York Jets. You tell us to act like we've been there before. Hey. We've never been here before. That's why we're celebrating. We don't wish this to be our greatest moment. We don't wish this. We wish we had Super Bowls to celebrate. We wish we had other great quarterbacks to celebrate. We don't. This is the thing that we're going to celebrate. This is our Super Bowl. This is my best moment. Not because of us, because of the crappy organization that we've decided to root for for 40 years. So let us have our moment. How about that? Elijah Moore might get traded. Stupidity. Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold. Miller Lights. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Oh my gosh, folks. 
Gather around. Everyone gather around. Listen to these words. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers, listen to me. You bet just 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boothill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mikey A, he's everywhere. I've seen him everywhere. It's good news for us. It's good news for him. It means his team is still dancing. He joined us last week, and he is back this week, which means he's still alive. Not to say that we wouldn't have him on if they weren't still alive in the NCAA tournament, uh, but he's still dancing. What's funny about it, and I'm seeing him in weird places, CNN, he's become a megastar. Okay, he's the head coach at the at Princeton University. I was going to say University of Princeton. Uh, Mitch Henderson with us. But what we, what we have discovered is that Coach Henderson's wife has no idea that he is in the midst of a March Madness run like few we've ever seen in the history of the tournament because she's mad at him again. What happened this time, Coach? <laughs> Uh, well, I don't know, Matt, but uh, my <laughs> wife, uh, my wife's family and my wife, they're great friends with Mike and Alexis Periano, who uh, who uh, they she was like, did, you know, did you tell Mike Golick that, you know, the Periano? So I, I missed my chance and I'm sorry I'm missing Golick today. But um, uh, that that's what she she's not mad. She just was uh, wanted me to make that connection. Well, Golik was so mad you didn't make the connection that he uh, decided not to join. Yeah, us. Yeah. <laughs> all right, right back. That, that's not true. Don't do that. To I poor know. I'm I'm he sends his regards to coach. Says congratulations. Oh my god! Uh, is your wife? Is your family? Are they enjoying this run? They have to be, right? This is oh, so man. great for you, man. Yeah, it is. I mean, I have three little kids. My sons, my son and daughter, my, and my kids—they just love hoops and. Um, you know, but you're in this thing together as a family. You you know that. Like you're you kind of live and die by all the things. So the last ten days have just been amazing for us. You know, we were you know we're sitting here in Princeton, New Jersey, nine days ago, clinching the Ivy League title, and then on the, on our way to Sacramento. So we're we're in this together, and and we're enjoying it. Coach, if I told you right before that Ivy League final, if I told you right before the game, hey, in a couple of weeks, you'll have a Sweet 16 matchup taken on Creighton Friday night, 9 o'clock, Louisville, Kentucky, you would have told me what? Uh, no way. No way. That's what I would have said. Um, you know, not because, and, you know, I guess that would have been what my head said. Um, I would have been that, that, I would have said, you know, look, this is, that's amazing. But, you know, look, I, I, 
Um, we talked after the Arizona game and yeah. a little bit more is clear now, but that last minute and a half of the Arizona game was the first time we had led in that game. And something special happened in our group in that moment. We, we got Moxie and we realized we can beat, we can beat a really good team. No one was giving us a chance and we were, we were outmatched in some areas, but we scored more points in the paint against a very physical Arizona team. And then we did the same thing the next day against Missouri after I spoke to you and yep. Now, you know, you, you live, you can live a couple different lives in this tournament and we are a very different group now. Um, we're doing the things I think, and you could help me out with this, but I think that matter in terms of getting tourney victories, rebounding and defending and scoring around the basket. Uh, I'm fascinated by the mental side of sports and I did coach for not at your level, obviously, but I've coached for 10 or 11 years, um, youth lacrosse at a very high level. And so the, the mental side of it really, really fascinates me. And I would, well, I'm going to ask you this, but my, my biggest theory on why you guys are having these success is simply because you're having success. It's confidence. It's stacking yeah. success on top of success. And they are now believing, hey, why not Princeton? Yeah. Right? And, you know, I think, too, you have to remember or at least think, you know, we don't, we, we've talked about this last time, you know, transfers. We've got a really tight-knit group. Our fan base is incredible. Um, we had an unbelievable showing in Sacramento, and the fan base is, as you know, in these arenas, they're they're right and they're right across from your bench, and they're kind of in their own section. And our fan base was in hysterics all weekend, and you draw great energy from that. I mean, you mentioned you know just the overall part of it. You know, we we locked in on our sleep and and early in August, we talked a lot about that. We had somebody come in and help us. Um, I've always said, you know, if you can get your team to sleep nine hours a night, it's worth a lot of wins. And um, then we went on this incredible trip to London, our best players from Newcastle, England. We went, um, we had a great trip down the Naval Academy where we, we got to rub elbows with midshipmen, men and women down there. We had some really cool experiences that you can draw on, and you're learning, you're taking little things from each of those moments. Um, and one of the things we learned from the Navy SEALs is when, when Navy SEALs told us, I'm sorry if this is too much, but we, we talk about oh, this all the time. They say, you know, when you walk into a room with, and, and you know, the, the SEALs, I'm going to butcher this, but they say, we, we, uh, we tolerate something about, we don't tolerate, uh, we don't uh, put up with our, uh, like devoiding our mistakes. So basically, like you walk into a room, you were supposed to go left, you went right, you say you were right there. Hey, I was supposed to go right, and and uh, I didn't. And our guys have been, we have just done that all season, and it it takes away the fear of embarrassment, if that makes sense. Yeah. And and they're just playing. Yep. Uh, not being fearful of failure, not being fearful of embarrassment, not being that's fearful it. of any of that stuff. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Interesting. Go ahead, Mikey. <laughs> Uh, first off, Coach, real quick, uh, I have a three-year-old, so if you can teach me how to get him to sleep nine hours a night, <laughs> that would be fantastic. I'll send him to naval camp if I have to. Takes six hours. I'm just curious, how do you sort of walk that line between, yeah, we're the Cinderella, we're the underdog, but getting these guys to believe that, yeah, you can beat anybody. Like, how do you sort of balance that underdog mentality with, we're going to win? I think it's keep being – be, be yourself, do what got us here. Don't change too much. You know, our, our travel is arranged for tomorrow. We're on our way to Louisville. We're keeping things as normal as possible. We practice really hard. We're very strict on the details in terms of what we accomplish. 
you know, even even the beginning of practice, the way we dribble the ball, the way we we do five star passing, those things. I'll I'll be coaching them here, just the way we always do. I think don't change too much, and then you know, um, believe in believe in what got you here because I think being us, and again, I I know Creighton's a heck of a team, but I think being the best version of yourself is the key at this moment. You that gives you the best shot, and me believing that their their best is good enough. That's that's what I that's where we right where we need to be. But Mikey, I like that question because you still want them to have that chip on their shoulder. Yeah. Um, and they had it headed into the tournament where, and you were playing the underdog card. So is that a card you still want to play moving forward here? Or I'd love to you, play can, that. I love play it. I love to play that card. Not sure Creighton's going to let us, but you know we'll we'll take it <laughs> if it happens. But um, I know that to advance in the tournament, you you need to do the the littlest things really well, which is against Creighton, this will be particularly true. And we've talked about these things all season, but take care of the ball. And then, uh, you know, you, you got to be really good on the rebounding. And so, you know, because that just affects so much of the other things that matter in a game, foul trouble, transition baskets. So, you know, I, uh, if, playing, if that means playing the underdog card means getting tough, that's what we were last weekend. I thought we got a lot, all the loose balls, all the long rebounds. We out-rebounded Missouri. Um, I, I think that's what you're going to have to do. Uh, where are your kids at with this? Have you noticed? No one knows their kids better than their coach. So have you yeah. noticed guys who are more confident, feeling better about themselves and their game? Have you noticed that? Yeah, they they're having fun. You know, we we live in a, a Princeton's just a really amazing town where it's awesome. Yeah. You're um you know you're you're the university and the and the town really are in a, a very cool relationship. We're right on top of each other. One of my guys went to. Um, a local restaurant on Sunday night to grab some takeout. We had taken the red eye back on, on Saturday, on Saturday night and I've got a standing ovation. Um, you know, professors here are pretty, you know, tops of their field. You know, you walk into a class here at Princeton and the professor's written two of the four books you need to read. And a, a few of the guys got, you know, a shout out from the professors. So they're feeling the love and um, you know, that, that gives you a little pep in your step, you know, uh, as you're walking around campus. Yeah, uh, and maybe they don't have to read as many books as they used to. I'm just saying. <laughs> there's no escaping that <laughs> still part. Princeton. It's Not still there's Princeton. No, yeah, <laughs> there's no avoiding the work. They're, they're going to do the work. They know that. But, uh, you know, maybe maybe with a little bit more of a smile. <laughs> that is great. My daughter's at Northwestern. She's like, and she's a lacrosse player, and they're you know they're top five program in the country. Yeah, and she's like, Dad, there's no skirting around, like skating around the work. You got to do coach, it. I'm yeah, like, Coach Amati Amati yeah. Hiller. You know, I was uh, I was assistant at Northwestern for a long time when when oh, they wow. got that thing rolling. That what what a program. Uh, yeah, and she's like, I, I I maintain she's the greatest coach that very few people have ever heard of. Like, yeah, she is. You know, it's true. Yeah. She's I would agree. Fantastic. She really is. Uh, where's the funniest place, like the strangest thing that's happened in terms of interview requests? I saw you on CNN this morning. Yeah. Uh, like, what's where's the strangest place you found yourself because you're on this incredible run? Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. This strange for me, but or just pinching surreal was I was on Coach K's podcast. Oh, that's so cool. He started to dive into the particulars of the way we're playing. And he was noticing the littlest of things, which I take a lot of pride in, but it was so humbling um, for him to be noticing things. And then he said, you know, what do you say to your team? And I was like, what, what should I say, coach? You know, uh, as we hit the sweet 16 here and <laughs> I, I just, I think so highly of him and so much of what we're all benefiting from is what he's done for the game. So uh, this is, um, 
Yeah, that CNN Good Morning was with one of our players, Tosan, and, and one of the uh, co-anchors is an Alabama alum. Yeah. This is just – which we could potentially face. Now, this is – I'm, I'm loving all of it. I'm particularly enjoying being on with you. Uh, you'll have a country rooting for you if you play Alabama in the Elite Eight. You know, I that, hope right? so. Yeah, <laughs> for a lot of different re- for a lot of different reasons. You said it. Uh, <laughs> I did. Mitch Henderson, Princeton head coach. I also said you would have no problems beating uh, uh, beating Missouri second round, and I was right. So I, I mean, I I didn't believe you, but I I once we got into that game, I, you know, you start to get some confidence. But um, you know, you kind of know when you're watching a game. What, what looks and, and the guys have that look they, they um they have it on the court too it's 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 really a joy right now how do you feel like your guys match up against Creighton so they have a big guy inside who's a problem for everybody and will be for us too uh Kyle Coven a big big center that is so skilled and also just a terrific presence around the rim defensively I thought the kid Nemhard played terrific against Baylor they're so well coached I've gotten to know coach uh, coach McDermott excuse me over the years we recruited his son when I was at Northwestern for a while. I just think they're, you know, the Big East, we, we, at this point, everybody's good. Um, I, like I said to you on Sunday, you know, they've got to guard us too, or Saturday, I think it was. So we have to be, we'll have to be really sharp on the things again, that I think matter the most, which is really valuing the ball. Um, I think it'll be a great environment too. I, I, if I was a fan, I'd love watching this game. Uh, Theo, Archie, or Pippa, and I hope I'm pronouncing that yeah. correctly. Who was enjoying Daddy's success the most here? Uh, probably Theo. He's the oldest, but they all they're all in on it together. And and um, my friends have been holding each kid. You know, giving my wife a little break during the course of these games. Um, you know, we're we're this is a really special community here where um, you know, our kids go to local public schools, and my kids went to school on. Um, on Monday morning and one of the teachers got made Theo get up in front of the class and talk about his weekend. Um, and they do half the day in Spanish at this, this school here called community community park here, right here in Princeton. And um, I mean, we're, we're just, um, you know, it's, it, it's a really special place to, to raise your kids. And we're really enjoying this run, not just for our team, but for the community. Uh, I didn't realize that you, uh, you started three sports when you were at Princeton. I also did not realize how close were you to making it in the major leagues? You were drafted so, by the Yankees. But thank how you. Close were you? Yeah. Thank you. So I, I only played uh, basketball and one year of baseball here. I played three sports in high school. I got drafted by the Yankees and um, I, I, pardon me if I told the story already, but I got a call I, that the, the Yankees drafted me in the 1994 June draft. And I'll never forget, it was a classic, like, Bronx, stereotypical Yankee scout called, answered the phone. I was so, you know, my mom's like, the Yankees are on the phone. And I had just been drafted. And he was like, hey, we've drafted your rights. What are your plans? And I said, you know, I've been admitted to Princeton. And he goes, go to Princeton, click, and hung up. (laughs) (laughs) So I I love that. And um, made it easy. (laughs) Made the decision for you, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have any regrets there? Because, I mean, who knows? you could be center fielder for the Yanks right now. You know, I, w- I wouldn't be sitting here with you. I mean, yeah. baseball You'd is – be a Yankee, love- though. Well, <laughs> I don't know. You know, they, right. they were – that was a terrific era in the Yankees. I uh, I lo- absolutely love baseball. But I got an opportunity to come here and play for Coach Carrill, which has been a life-changing experience. And, you know, that's what we're after here is, is you know, just providing a, you know, parents and trust us with their kids, trying to change their lives – you know, this place really does. It, it, it really is that kind of a spot where it, 
that gives you that world-class hoops and educational experience. So um, that's my charge now too. And I'm, I'm just trying to do my part. All right. Mitch Henderson, Princeton head coach with us. Princeton, the 15 seed, taking on Creighton, the six seed Friday, nine o'clock TBS in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, a quick little game with you here on the way out. We'll make it very, very quick. It's called Henderson or Henders out. Okay. <laughs> You're really going to do this. <laughs> Mikey, you did it. You're the one who came up with the idea. And then I have a quick proposal, Mikey, that I think you'll love at the, at the end. So this will take five right. minutes, Coach, okay? All right. Schlub, Let's go. Uh, Schlub's like me thinking he could, he could hit a three in an NBA game. Henderson, Henders out. Henders out. Uh, I couldn't do it? Is that what you're saying? No. <laughs> the right answer. What it's about the really, Warriors? I mean. I mean <laughs> you've, stayed, you've stood on that line, and that thing is really far out there. Okay. Uh, Respect, so th respectfully. No, no, that's fine. He would baseball it. throw it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, he's right. I would not hit a three, although I still maintain that I would. Uh, Cinderella's in the final four. Mikey, you know how he's going to answer this. And, 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 Henderson. I want, I want the answer. I want winners in the play-in game. Henderson's out. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's right okay, to that's, the a, that's a lot right? of hard work getting to that moment. Let's go. Let's get let's get to Thursday, Friday. All right. Uh, Henderson or Henders out? Uh comparing generations. Henders out. You can't do it, right? No. Okay. Why? Uh time's different. Uh, you know, I mean, I grew up, my guys are all LeBron guys, and I was a Jordan guy, and I like their side of it. But um, you know, it's it's um, you know, you're I think LeBron and just as an ex just one example is so much more on your plate. You're dealing with you're you're more of an ambassador for for many more things besides just basketball. One part of it, uh, strength and conditioning is totally different. People are bigger. Uh, the games refereed so differently. Uh, uh, no doubt, of course, Michael Jordan. I'm still Michael Jordan guy, but you know. it, and it will be forever, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't matter who else we see. I'm with you. Uh, plant-based meat, Henderson, Henders out. <laughs> Henders out. Oh. Yes, he's four for four. <laughs> All right, here we go, Mikey. Peeing in the pool, Henderson, Henders oh, out. Out. Out, out. Come wow. On. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole toilet just sitting there waiting for you. <laughs> you don't have to go anywhere. How about the shower? Uh, in. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, oh, your wife's right answer. <laughs> this is unbelievable. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I'm the Prince, Princeton University has been like retweeting some of these interviews, and yeah. not this one, they'll, they'll might skip. <laughs> oh, they'll love this one. Wait till they hear my proposal. 68 team field for NCAA tournament. Henderson, Henders out. Uh, Henderson. Okay, you like it. Uh, Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're in the league. And. Man, uh, we were going to follow up with Yale, but you're going to say in. And, and yeah, come on, it's our league. We got to take pride in the league. Yeah, but they're out. But you're, but they're in with you. They're they're they out. are out. They are out. That's true. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's my proposal for you. I am great. I've always wanted to do this. Okay. I am great. Like I consider myself to be someone who could really rally the troops, celebrate with anybody. And I'm thinking, if you have an extra spot. At the end of your bench for uh, one of the next two games, I would show up to Louisville, put me in some Princeton garb, let me sit with the rest of the kids. You don't have to put me in. We established I can't hit a three in an NBA game. <laughs> and let me just cheer with them. I mean, that is my 
That is my proposal. I don't know what you get out of it other than having me annoy you. Anderson, but, uh, like NCAA, to- I'm in. The NCAA says out. On oh, that one. God. Yeah, yeah. You oh, used up all your eligibility. I did. I did. I used five years, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd be good with it. But you tell me the NCAA, NCAA was a good shot. Yeah, right? that's right. I think your kids would also punch me in the face. They would <laughs> be like, hey, we worked our asses off for this opportunity. Uh, right. Why are you enjoying this with us? Well, you know as well as I do, that's sometimes the most fun seat on the planet right there. Yeah. Right there with a, with a bench that's going going nuts. Uh, and quickly, Coach, and good luck to you. We're rooting for you. And if we speak to you again, man, we're really I hope so. three games yes. away from winning it all. I appreciate I'm not going to leave Chaz alone. By the way, has your media relations staff ever been this busy in its entire life? I don't think so, and and uh, we're all we're all a bit overworked, but and uh, we are, man, we are enjoying the ride here. So thanks, I really appreciate your time. Uh, yeah. This is so fun. Big fan. Uh, you got it, and uh, we appreciate it. Good luck to you uh, coming up uh, in the Sweet Sixteen. If we talk to you again, Coach, you'll be three games away from uh, winning the national championship. Holy shit, Coach! I'm going to say <laughs> you did it, but holy shit! Let's do it. Come on, all right, let's do it, man. Listen, you go, we go. Okay, that's okay. We do it. Great. Right, man. All right, thank you so much. Okay. Mikey, yeah, I love that guy. That's our team. We're rooting for him. I love that guy. I do. He's yeah, great. I think I'm a Princeton fan. By the way, you nailed your analysis. Exactly what he said. I Sorry, know. can't do it. NCAA won't let me. I Not I won't let you. The NCAA won't let you. He played it perfectly. And I got to be honest, if he said, hey, I'm good with it, and the NCAA is good with it, I still wouldn't have shown up. There's no chance you're going to Louisville. No chance you're going to Kentucky. <laughs> You knew that before I asked, right? My eyes hurt from rolling them that hard when you were saying it. I don't think I'd go if the game was being played in my backyard. <laughs> Stupidity. God bless March and a little bit of April. Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold Miller Lights. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer.